Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, recorded live at River Road Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is brought to you by the Herbal Nerd Society, a group of herbal nerds that love to learn about herbs and herbalism. Sue, what else? Um, they get um, access to special content, which is um, there are things that Candice has written about energetics and particular herbs you have like an herb of a month. And then there are things that I wrote about for the biochem area of it. So you get a pretty good rounding of that. And you're supporting um, our podcast. You're supporting our website. You're supporting all the work that we do in order to keep good information about herbs out there and um, helping and healing people. And our work just as herbalists and healers and teachers in the community. So we're really grateful for that. And we will be changing the amount of money that we charge to $10 a month. It had been. It's actually, it's just, it's just gone up as of September 1st, 2019, which was just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It went up to nine ninety nine a month. Right. And we simplified it so that will help with bookkeeping and all of that. Yep. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, people can start if can they do now um, till it starts in October? Oh uh, nope, it starts started so, already. So, so it started first, yeah, yeah okay. a couple of days ago. Right. So that's that's the current pricing, and we want to thank all of you who chose to wait and sign up this week as opposed to doing it last week during our old pricing. Mm-hmm. Not only are you helping our bookkeeper out and and creating a lot less of individual data entry as it used to be, less complexity. Mm -hmm. But you're also giving us a little extra boost and helping with covering the costs that we incur as a part of this job. So thank you. Thank you very much. With a fall here already, or just as the beginnings of the the, fall is coming. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Fall is coming. I'm so excited. Uh, There's some herbal things that happen, some herbal events that happen. And it just so happens that our Sue is going to be at a couple of them. So Sue, why don't you tell us about your, your events? All right. So the free herbalism project happens at Mount Pisgah in um, October 13th. Yeah. Yeah. October 13th from 11 to 5 PM. And that is put on by the mountain rose herbs. And there are, there are going to be two speakers there, Doug Elliott and Nicole Telkless, and they're doing this wonderful we've, – we've interviewed Nicole before. You can look at our website and see some of those wonderful interviews. And I'm hoping to talk her into an article, hint, hint, Nicole. <laughs> um, but there's also going to be two plant walks and a yoga class, and one of those plant walks will be me. Yay. I'll be walking people through the things that I use clinically in the – in Occupy Medical and that mm-hmm. are growing in this area. So I'm looking forward to having people's attention for an hour while I rattle on and on about my favorite plants. Oh, and if y'all haven't been on a plant walk with Sue, you really got to go. She's absolutely delightful. I it's a hoot. Shut up. It's a hoot. <laughs> hoot, hoot. Yes. Hooted. Hoot and a half. And where yeah. else are you going to be, Sue? Well, at Brighton Bush, that's, that's coming up real That's coming fast. up super fast. So September. Like this weekend, isn't it? Fifth yeah. and and eighth through eighth in Detroit, Oregon. That's another wonderful event that um, Mountain Roses. Mason Hutchinson is the primary organizer for that. He's also from Herb Rally. He's been putting that together for a while. So all of you podcast fiends out there, you can enjoy that. And there's some wonderful, wonderful teachers that are going to be there. And I'll I will be there. You can find me in the first aid tent. So if you want to see Sue at Brighton Bush, either Go get get like a beer or a wine for her, please. 
which would probably be the better one, or injure red, yourself red and no, go to that. the first aid tent. Well, you could just come and talk about injuries <laughs> that you've known and loved. Yes. And how Please don't injure yourself. Don't injure yourself. There's better ways. To, yes. To but we just too. so much of so many of us do first aid, and there there are people that when I've been at other events, we sit together and talk about what it's like to help people in a clinical setting. And mm-hmm. I'm just I like keeping my finger on the pulse of what's happening in our world and how fast it's changing. So, you know, I think it's important that we communicate with each other so that um, we're still meeting the needs of the community that so desperately needs us. Yeah. But with that, Maria Maria Noel Gross came in. She talked about um, lung health and herbs for lung health, and which is really appropriate for us, especially in the Pacific Northwest, because this time of year, the smoke can be pretty bad. And, you know, when we first moved to Oregon, we knew there was forest fires. Mm-hmm. around but we never really experienced the smoke right okay. but in the last three or four years the fires have gotten so bad around us california even oregon british columbia washington that you would wake up in the morning and you the, the air pollution is so intense and yeah. with people with any kind of uh, asthma or lung condition it's got it's the worst ever um, even for someone like me that doesn't suffer from al- allergies even on those smoky days i don't want to be out they're just awful Mm-hmm. Um, they're becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about is how to help with your lung health. So now here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Breathe deep. Yeah. Uh, try to breathe. Try, try to breathe. Just try deep. to breathe. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad that we're talking about this because at the clinic that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. there. People are coming in because they have asthma mm-hmm. and during the smoky times and during, of course, the pollen rich times, yeah. it's pretty bad. You know, it's yeah. causing anxiety attacks on top of that. Yeah. And it's very difficult to get to a doctor. Uh, so people are coming into free clinics that normally are just going to their regular doctor, but they're they are going through their um, inhalers oh, yeah. rapidly. They are. Yeah, I mean, even the folks like myself who had allergies in the hay fever season and generally look forward to the dry season because it means less hay fever. Now we're suffering and our lungs are already compromised because of the hay fever that we're just, you know, we don't have Mm -hmm. time to recover. Right. And that's, you know, most of our population, even the folks who aren't born with hay fever, most people develop it eventually in this climate. Mm -hmm. So, you know... (laughs) You see a lot yeah. of people running around here and they've got those masks on. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually Just, broken down and worn those some too. Does that help? Yeah. I like to believe it does, but I'm not sure that it really does that much. Mm-hmm. I think if I had asthma, I probably would assume that it doesn't do it because even if it helps just a teeny bit, that would be better than nothing. Right. But Yes. I mean, I'll keep out some of the particulate, but some of yeah. it's so small. It yeah, it just really gets matter. right through. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I know that there are different masks that have uh, better concentrations. If you go to those yeah. industrial shops or you go online, you can find ones that have a much tighter fit for a particular matter. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. some have diaphragms in the center of them. So you inhale uh, and it goes through the mask, but you exhale and it goes through the diaphragm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when you exhale on some of those that don't have that, you know, you're exhaling out, but the pressure is so much, it'll just, you know, it just, I find yeah. them uncomfortable, but the ones yeah. with the diaphragm, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. use, I can do those. Like for construction yeah. or those are 
those are ones that I'm familiar with because that's that's what I have in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you go on Amazon and you search on like um, air quality mask or something like that, mm-hmm. you get not only will you find those, but you'll also find a whole bunch of really pretty ones. Oh, There's nice. lots of pretty ones available. With now. butterfly stickers and things. Yes. Great. Yeah. 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 With like pretty with designs, prints. unicorns, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh-huh. For, yeah. Thank God. The fact that we need to do that in general and then to say, make, well, now let's make it a fashion accessory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just says, well, you're dressing. Dressing putting, up the problem. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I hate to see that this. Yeah. But it's like you're dressing up a pig. I mean, there's a bigger issue here, which yeah. is so much larger. Right. But it costs less to do that than it does to fix the problem. Of yeah. forest in the short run. And, yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. as, as just a little, you know, single person in this in this whole giant sea of mess with not a ton of money and not being a you know uber wealthy one percenter i don't have the power to change a lot of the air quality issues i can buy an expensive air quality filtration system for my home and hide inside for the entire fire season Mm -hmm. and the hay fever season which i have done to some extent or i can get my pretty little mask and go out and Mm -hmm. try to just you know Enjoy as best I can. Yeah, I mean, plants still got to get watered, guys. Yep. You know who's well, going to do I, it? I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I'm not so. saying that you don't do things. I'm just saying that we're just. First of all, you have to wear this thing, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna make it pretty. Yeah. But there's, you know, the stuff up here is like, why can't we just figure this out, people? Yeah, uh, it know? seems like we have figured it out. We're just not implementing some of the the solutions. I think the frustration is that we had figured it out. We were implementing the solutions. And then for reasons I don't fully understand, we as a nation decided to not to. Mm-hmm. And well, then we went backwards and stopped with the prevention part and moved into the putting out the fires that have literally. now started to occur because <laughs> we weren't preventing them well. Right. And that's the part where I'm like, I don't understand how on earth it's okay to say, just like with medicine, Mm-hmm. why on earth are we not spending most of our money, time, and energy on preventing disease? Mm-hmm. Why do we wait till the disease manifests and then start doing something? Right. No, you do it before and hope you don't have the disease. Mm-hmm. And you prepare for both situations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, some people will still get the disease. Sure. Even with prevention. Yep. But it's a much smaller number of people that get the disease if everybody's focused on prevention mm-hmm. than if we do what we currently do, which is not bother. Yep. And then wait till we're really sick mm-hmm. and then say, oh, I'm drowning. Please help me. Yep. That's You dig a you French know. drain around your house, you get a little drainage problems, and then you have a sump pump if it didn't work. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> are you are you suggesting yep. a moat? A moat. Wait, my phone's I going I could off. use a moat. Patrick, what have you done? I thought I had silenced it. Oh, after the speech, the pre-show speech about silence your phones. <laughs> I didn't do that this time. Jeez. That's so, so embarrassing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sorry about that. Right. Yeah. So, Sue, I've been thinking about that. The black nettle syrup that you do every um, spring mm-hmm. going into early summer to help yep. the folks with the allergies. And I've been thinking you should probably do that through this particulate season and you should probably do it with some minor modifications. Like what pretty would much, you suggest? I was thinking pretty much just add mullen to it, mm-hmm. maybe Yerba Santa if it's available. Mm. Um, well, thanks to Christina. Yeah. Then, yeah, she's donated. Christina Sanchez oh. has donated to Occupy Medical to us. 
uh, the Yerba Santa. So I am very excited to have that available. And that's not something that we grow in the Pacific Northwest. Right. So, um, yeah, that's a good idea. And Our- then the other one, Christina said she's been using, she has struggled with asthma in the past, and she said that she has used um, Howie Brownstein suggested, and she tried a really, really strong licorice infusion. I don't mm. think it's an infusion, and I don't think it's a syrup. I believe it's a tincture, but I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. It was a very strong extraction. So that might like be Like a something. solid extract? I don't think it was solid. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. But I was thinking, oh, you know, licorice might be. I know that licorice does grow wild in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, uh, um, thanks to another donation, there's a lot of licorice tincture that we have. That so might I be could something to consider. That yeah. One a bit too. But yeah, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that because one of the challenges that you have when you're dealing with a lot of particulates and trying to make your lungs healthy is that you really, when your lungs are in distress, your body automatically wants to switch into, I think it's parasympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. So, or no sympathetic nervous system. So it's wanting to shut down, digest, rest and digest Mm -hmm. and just deal with the breathing, breathing, which is a serious danger. That's a mortal peril. So if you're in that mode more often than not, then your body's not getting the nutrition it needs. And your black nettle syrup has a lot of nutrition in it. Yeah. And it's also got stuff in it like plantain that's moistening for the lungs. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. It has the antihistamine and in the, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And the the um, molasses that's in there is that's got the iron in it, mm-hmm. which helps your blood circulate and therefore also helps it also helps with your blood being able to better absorb nutrition. Right. Yeah, that's the key. So I've been thinking about that. I was like, you know, that that syrup with just a couple and then possibly if you wanted maybe some like milky oats or hmm. something similar to calm the nervous system. Uh-huh. Yeah, would, to deal with probably, the anxiety part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Or the passion flower that Maria was talking about growing. That could be another oh, yeah. possible. I mean, you know, in terms of just what's easy and available. Mm-hmm. You know, the milky oat season has just really kind of finished, but mm-hmm. you know, so that's what I've been thinking about for you. Yeah. Like you need, you need more formulas, right? Well, like, more to I, do. I always do because <laughs> things change. So yeah. I always have to be on top of that and figure out the changes that folks need. Yeah. You know, and, and then our clinics change. Yeah. As I said, we had picked up another, another clinic. Uh, so we have to be aware of that. Yeah. And it's you have, there. this year you have a lot of people who are survivors of last year's paradise fires, right? Mm-hmm. So I expect you're probably going to see more or have been seeing more intense anxiety and yes. just, you know, fear because they see that smoke coming in and it just triggers all of these horrible yeah, memories of exactly. running for their lives with whatever they have in their hands. Yeah. Yeah. And grief. I imagine yeah. grief and grief is processed. According to Chinese medicine, grief comes through the lungs. Mm-hmm. So that's the area that's compromised by the current climate and makes it harder to express and get through. And then their memories and grief is triggered by the same air quality issues. Mm-hmm. So it just seems to me like it's like a vicious cycle. So, mm-hmm. it's very, very difficult for folks to handle that. I think that um, trying to help people stay healthy through the whole year is something as a free clinic because mm-hmm. people can visit whenever they want every single week. Yeah. That's great. So we've been able to support quite a few folks 
so they can. And one thing is for people that can go inside, then that's always a, a nice thing. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a huge life changer. We had a, had a gentleman come in recently that I hadn't seen for a while. And, and he's, and I asked where he'd been and he said, I got housed, nice. which was a few months ago and I'm still there. And I just, you know, came back to get some vitamins. That's all. Yay. That's all he needed. His nice. face looked different. Nice. You know, the way he held himself was different. And many of the health conditions that, that were fairly serious that he was struggling with, they're just, they're being regulated. Nice. So nice. Yeah. getting people into that healthy spot so that, and he had been, he had been unhoused for, um, according to himself, to what he had said, um, almost 40 years. Yeah. So that was a huge transition for him. That is huge. I think the key is really being in a place where you feel stable and safe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And- yep. Yeah. And, and it, um, the addiction issues were the things that we were working with him as well as some of the, mm-hmm. the subsequent and related health conditions and so he's been free and clear of that for a couple of years and that made it easier for him to to jump into the housing and you know there's other management techniques that since he'd been in house for so long that he just didn't have so right. part of that and that for the housed folks out there listening those are things that you can apply to your own life there are things that we as housed people will pick up as behaviors grabbing fast food or you know not not resting enough mm-hmm. ourselves or um, letting ourselves getting my, for myself and getting mad when I'm driving. No, yeah. That's not healthy for me. Right. Right. So using all of those preventative measures to yeah. keep myself healthy through the entire year. when we have a crisis like forest fires, yeah. then it's easier for us to recover because we've already got that even breathing. Yes. Yeah. So then you don't start staggering yeah. in your breath and getting fearful and then you can go through these these crises as yeah. well. Yeah, truly. I mean, all of that, trying to keep yourself calm and, and build your tools so that when stuff happens, you've got a, a, a grouping of tools to work with instead mm-hmm. of just one or two yep. to get yourself through it and hopefully maintain as much of your own energy and, and health as possible. Yeah. Another part of that is making sure that you have not uh, disconnected yourself from people. Right. So the that yeah. social, I found that when people isolate themselves, their anxiety gets worse. Yes. Which perpetuates the isolation. Yes, it so, does. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed amongst my elders, the ones who live the longest always are the ones who have a stronger community. Yeah. Their community may be primarily, you know. Nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, grandchildren, mm-hmm. rather than a bunch of people that aren't somehow related. But it doesn't really matter. The yeah. important part is that you have people in your life, mm-hmm. that you reach out to people regularly, not just through Facebook, but actually in person. Right. Over the phone, maybe, but in person seems to be really one of the keys mm-hmm. as the elders who have had the best health in their older years mm-hmm. are the ones who have had people in their lives daily. Right. So. Yeah. And having that, um, physical for people that, um, are comfortable with that, having safe touch, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. shaking hands or hugs, yeah. you know, all that. even without kind of touch, stuff. just you're seeing each other daily. You're having good interactions Validation. with each other daily yeah. that your 
doing the small things that show that you care about the other person and the other person is doing the small things that show that they mm-hmm. care about you. Yeah. You know, just something as simple as when you come in the door, the people that are around you say, Hey, how are you? Right. It's nice to see Eye you. contact. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge. And you do the same. Yeah. So simple things. They like add that. up. Yeah, they, they do. really add up. Uh, for uh, lung health too, one other thing that I've been pretty excited about is a lot of these warming herbs. Yeah. Having pe- making sure people have really good circulation. Um, that helps not only with your digestion and but it, it circulation is a big part of lung health as well. Right. Yeah. You know, it was, it was funny because when we did an Angelica last June, mm-hmm. I don't normally think of Angelica as being more than a women's medicine. Not mm-hmm. that it couldn't be, of course, but you know, it's been the primary use of Angelica over the last, you know, however many years it's been mm-hmm. popular. And the Angelicas that we tend to focus on are usually the, Angelica sinensis, which uh-huh. is the donkey, yeah. yeah, and then somewhat Angelica arch, arch Angelica, the mm-hmm. European uh-huh. one, yeah. Uh, but in doing the research on that, it I started to really notice that honestly, I mean, yes, as a woman's medicine, it's a great medicine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong, but truly, it is really a good lung medicine as well because of the way that it increases circulation mm-hmm. and it helps open up. In Chinese medicine, medicine, it's called opening to the exterior. So it helps open up the channels, the pores. It's essentially diaphoretic. Mm-hmm. And that's really important when we're dealing with lung health and especially when the air quality is crap. Mm-hmm. You know, all those particulates are going to come in. You need to open to the exterior so that you can get them back out again. Mm-hmm. You don't want them staying and lingering and when they linger in your lungs, then you start getting more and more mucus. You start getting more and more irritation. You know, it doesn't function. The system doesn't function well. So Angelica is surprising. It was one of the ones that surprised me this year as being potentially quite good for this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I, I, I like that too. The, another warming one is Elecampane. Yeah, that's a gorgeous one. Yeah, and it's good for upper and lower respiratory issues. I was shocked this year my chickens decided to eat the tops off my Ella campaign in the spring. Right? Well, so yeah, does Sue's it mouth just up? like dropped open. It has it has returned. <laughs> I keep my Ella campaign in a pot that has a hole in the bottom of it. Okay. So that's a heck of a root. Yeah, it's a big, huge root. And I have really clay soil. Uh So it's really anything that can get into our soil, it's really hard to get it back out. Right. And because elecampane is such a huge Uh root, my thinking when I first did it was, well, it'll break through the bottom of this pot. But then all I'll do is just get one of those Japanese root knives that's really long, or uh-huh. in my case, sometimes the woodworking one that I borrow from Uh-oh. my husband. Oh, boy. there's That's like borrowing sewing scissors for long yeah. hair. Uh-uh. No wonder why it's dull. It's oh. not dull. It's still sharp as heck. And I lift the pot as best I can, <laughs> and then I get that knife in under there and just start sawing a little bit until the root gives and then I can, you know, pull it away. Okay. And then I dig up what little, what I can. Usually there's not a ton of root, but for my family and our size, we don't need a lot. Right, right. And then the bulk of the plant stays in the pot Mm -hmm. and I just move the pot to another spot. Mm -hmm. So this year the chickens decided that they were going to enjoy the spring greens of Ella campaign. Mm. It did come back and it's, it leafed out nicely in, in June and it, I, 
it should be okay. Yeah, but good. I was shocked. It was, and that was, I usually do it like move the pot every other year because uh-huh. I get enough off of just the one thing to last me for two years. I'll make a bunch of tincture and then I'll freeze a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. And, and you're fine. Yeah. yeah. And it's fine for about two years. And so this, this is my first year in the new spot. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll be curious. <laughs> I, my chickens have never messed with our Ella campaign ever. That's one of the ones I have that's easy for them to access. Then go stomp all over that. It's near the lilac tree. And they're just like, eh, yeah, they, they totally, care. yeah. And they also destroyed the comfrey. It doesn't, oh, well, it's yeah. gone. Oh. I mean, it's gone. They ate the entire comfrey over the course of two years. It is completely gone, not coming back. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Except I didn't want it to go away and not come <laughs> back. I was displeased with this behavior. Uh, Mariah is just sassy. Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> I love her, but she is, boy, she just. That's sassy. her thing. She's, she's your trigger, huh? She sure is. Okay. Yeah. She gets ideas. And then everybody follows her. Right. She's definitely the, the head hen. Did you save your comfrey into tincture? No, because they have destroyed it. I have nothing. I, I, I'll, I'm not I'll, kidding. I have I'll nothing. I'll share with you. I'll share with you. Okay. I have, yeah. I have, I'm fine. <laughs> You're okay. That's the thing about a lot of these weeds is you and your own garden may not have them. Right. But there's somebody around that can help you out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know. For some reason, uh, wild lettuce is popping up all over my my yard, oh. which is not for lung health. I know that, but no, that's a good pain herb, though. Yeah, it yeah. is a good pain herb, and my yeah. goodness, I was I was surprised because I hadn't really seen it that much last year. It's probably year. one that you should be taking before bed so you can get the deep, deep pain. You know, Sleep, just the yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're gonna re- recuperate because of you know with Occupy Medical, uh, yep. you're actually exposed to a lot of stuff, and I'm I'm betting that you can't process most of that out. So mm-hmm. I'm betting wild lettuce is here to help you. It could dream well it out. Be. Yeah. Remember, yeah. we talked about that in a previous show. That yeah. Herbs will appear that mm-hmm. in your yard that you might need. So yep. Maybe, yeah, maybe time pay attention to, yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard herbs are at work. Yep. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you never had it before, and you suddenly and, have it now. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. And I know that um, uh, the herbs, like many of the the seeds, they can be viable for decades sometimes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we're blaming our neighbors for you know all oh, the dandelion seeds are coming into my yard. But oftentimes they are spreading through roots or rhizomes that have been in the soil for a while or seeds that have been sitting there dormant for a while. And a lot of times it's just, it's all on us. Yeah. yeah. Well, my so, neighbors can blame me because I do let dandelions grow. Yes. And I'm happy to let them grow. Yeah. And they and can spread as many seeds as they like. Mind. Right. My neighbors can just suck it. So yeah. it's either in your yard or it came from Candace. There yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Candice. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very pleased to have the garden that I have. I feel really lucky. Yeah, you're you're very lucky, and you don't have neighbors that are horrible. I mean, I know they can be some of them can be challenging, but mm-hmm. like we have a neighbor who decided that he was going to start. We have a hawthorn, a very small young hawthorn, um, near the fence that stands between his yard and ours, and there was originally a wide shrubbery short shrubbery that was there and he decided he wanted to take it out and technically it was on his land so 
we couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. We were not pleased with that because the shrubbery was really hard to get over and the short fence he put in is really easy to get over. Mm-hmm. So I started populating our side of the fence with prickly things. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the rose hawthorn. Bush. Yeah, like the rose bushes the and the hawthorn you uh-huh. gave us. Yeah, so he decided that if he thinks it's taller than the fence, he's going to just trim it. Thankfully, he only trimmed one part. There was the hawthorn had, I think it had two pe- lead runner or whatever uh-huh. tops and he trimmed one of them off and the irony of it is that he has lung cancer and he trimmed this off and threw it away and i'm like or threw it like just threw it in the back of my yard uh-huh. and Charming. i'm looking at him going dude you have lung cancer of all the people who needs hawthorn that i know you're probably one of the most prime people for needing hawthorn mm. and here you are trying to kill it mm-hmm. huh you know, right? Gee whiz, dude. <laughs> yeah, know? it sounds like consent's not really his strong point. No, I caught him and yelled at him. I don't know, yet, <laughs> but I let him know quite sternly that he better not be trimming any more of my shrubberies, and that some of these are trees. And if he trims them, that's going to be a serious problem. Mm-hmm. And he stopped since. Oh, good. Yeah, good. So yeah. He can be trained. Well, good. Yes. Yeah, it's nice. It's all Aww. about catching him in the act. Yep. Well, I, I hope that the recipes that we have on our site will be of help. We've got a number of them, actually, not just the black nettle syrup. There's some that are just for kids and mm-hmm. a couple of teas that you have, Candice, um, that help with um, lungs and breathing and circulation. And yeah. please remember to get onto the Practical Herbalist site via our show notes and then just get on there and throw throw the search engine in in there and see what you can dig out for your own your own favorites. Yeah, and definitely check in with Maria Noel Groves at her website, which are Green mm-hmm. Botanicals, I think it's dot com. Yep. The link will be on the show notes. Yes, so for sure. But yeah, check in with her. She's got a lot of really good information and her book was fabulous. So. Oh yes, both of them. Yeah. Right. Definitely. If you're gonna buy her book, buy it directly from her. Yes, yes. please do. Um I think it's just on her website. She gets more of the revenue than if you go to Amazon. She doesn't get that as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I think she also said if you buy directly from her, you have access to a chapter or two that couldn't get online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's got some extra support so. materials, which are honestly really cool. Right. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. the that's the value of, and I don't believe the book is that much more expensive, if at all, no. for no, her directly. No, no so, it's not. Um, I think it's the same price because I think the publisher sets the price. So Yeah, they do. Yeah. You get more for buying directly from her. Mm-hmm. And so. mm-hmm. directly supporting her, which is great. Yes. And um, for people that are looking through the show notes that may not be an Herbal Nerd Society member, um, some of those things that you click on, you may find a there's a, a wall there and um, the reason we have that is those are articles specifically for our herbal nerd society members and that is if you're interested in joining that one is 4.99 a month um, or it's uh, $49 for the whole year yeah so that's that's an option and there's ways that you can you can dink around the site and it'll be easy for you to join if you're interested in that. Yeah, plus you won't have any ads. Right, won't have any ads. Yep, yeah. No ads. And you'll be supporting us, and we're very grateful for that. Yes. So, as always, put, put an herb on it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast 
or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.